Welcome to the Lockbox Podcast. Join me, your host, Brian Dominguez, and other special guests as we discuss life, leadership, and real estate. I'm excited to be back with you after a, a short pause. We had some technological difficulties and some sicknesses, and we're back at it today discussing gratitude. And I'm so happy to have Diana Canto with Premier Valley Realty to uh, help guide the conversation and share her insights as well. Thanks, Brian, for having me back. So why is gratitude important to talk about today? Well, gratitude for me is something that I've been spending more time learning more about. Uh, podcasts, you know, I go on my walk in the morning and I've been trying to really understand. It's one thing to say that you're grateful for something, right? When I think about gratitude, I think about the tradition of my mom at Thanksgiving, asking everyone around the table to, to share what they're thankful for. And oftentimes my go-to is my family, right? I mean, that's the natural answer to be grateful for. But I think what gratitude or the art of practicing being grateful really means is what is it about your family that you're grateful for, right? Digging a little bit deeper into the what's, how's, and why's of our lives that we're, that we're grateful for. And so that practice is something that I've been interested in learning more about. So that's why I wanted to talk about it today because I think it intertwines really well with business, sales, and real estate. Yeah. So when you're talking about business and sales, we'll later go on to, you know, the self-care of the mindset of gratitude. But right now we're talking about business and sales. How can you show a client you're grateful for them and their continuous loyal support? Well, I think having a perspective of being grateful changes your your lens that you view things through, right? Um, as we're going through life and we get busy, it's it's oftentimes that we don't think about being grateful for our health, for example, until we get sick. Every single day, I'm going to be thankful that I'm healthy, that I get to get up and do what I love to do and spend time with my friends and family. Having that mindset of that thankfulness for that particular thing before there's a reason for you to have to stop and be more intentional about thinking about it. Does that make sense? So in other, in other words, don't wait to be unhealthy to be thankful for being healthy today. Right. So that perspective starts to allow us to use a, a different lens for how we view some of the mundane things in our lives, and it helps us prioritize what it is that we're going to have stress, anxiety, and fear about. Yeah, that makes complete sense. When it comes to clients, like I was asking, do you feel like how would a realtor or broker approach that as far as showing them that gratitude? So is it as far as like maybe a letter or a call or um, something along those lines? What What's another form of gratitude? I think it's acknowledging that without clients, we wouldn't have a business. You know, oftentimes in real estate, new agents uh, get totally consumed with how do I fill out the contract? How do I go through the steps of a transaction? And what you have to be reminded of on a regular basis is there's no steps to go through if you don't have any clients. So without clients, you don't have a business. So what does that mean? And in sales, there's a fine line between showing appreciation and being grateful for people that choose to use you for their services and being fake or not authentic, not authentic, right? So gratitude for your clients means really understanding that they're vital to your business and treating them in a way that they feel that and that they will be appreciated. You're not just a number. You're not just checking a box. You're not just another a tick mark on your set of goals for how many transactions you want to have that year. So acknowledging them, hearing them, and letting them know that that, that their business, their cho choice, when there's so many realtors, their choice to use you is something that you're extremely grateful for, and it's absolutely vital to your success. When we talk to clients, we also talk about employees because you are a business owner and you own Premier Valley Realty, and I notice something that you do every morning when you walk into the office, you ask everyone, how's your day going, or how was your weekend? And I think that's a form of gratitude as well, is having an appreciation almost, but also being in, not involved in someone's life, but asking them, how are you doing? Are you always are constantly saying thank you or I appreciate it and letting you know, like, what, what did that stem from? How did you 
come into that being of almost like being genuine there for other people in a sense. I think you learn early as a business owner that it takes a team. You stand on the shoulders of the people that come to work every single day and spend the majority of their life at your company, right? So without their contribution um, and without them knowing that they feel, without them feeling valued, um, you leave yourself vulnerable to not having the team that's going to create the type of opportunity to provide the level of service that you want to provide. So for me and for us here, um, knowing that the people that I work with are having good lives and are doing okay and are sharing, feeling like they can share with me what they do outside of, of here lets them know that I'm checking in. I, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about the whole person, not just what you do really well at work, but making sure that your life is balanced. And we try to provide an uh, opportunity and a culture that allows for people to take care of their whole self because that's hard and it's, and it's something that doesn't come naturally for a lot of us at work, lots of hours. So for me, the team cohesion is hinged upon us all knowing that we care about each other. Yeah. How do you recognize efforts even when things go wrong? Well, I want people, you know, they, there's a saying that you should strive to fail more than anybody else. Because that failure means that you're making decisions and you're moving forward. So the the key, though, is to get over the failure quickly, right? You've got to move through it. You've got to realize, okay, well, you know, that wasn't the right decision. I've got to pivot. I've got to turn around and go back and try something differently. And that's okay. And I think having a culture that allows for failure, when people have the right intentions and are doing the best that they can, that you have to have some grace around that and still be grateful that they took it upon themselves to put themselves out there and make a decision. And they... And they even if it wasn't the right one, we're going to talk about it, learn about it, and I'm still appreciative that they they did the best that they could. On Wednesday's meeting, we had a video, mindset video of Michael Strahan, and it was talking about like not staying in the suck, essentially. And so you were talking about how you shouldn't stay in the suck and how you have to keep moving and catapult yourself into new heights to be the best version of yourself. How do you personally not stay in the suck? That's a great question. I think that there's an acknowledgement that no matter how closely your passion and your career align, there's still parts that suck. Mm. So not staying in the suck means that you're going to move through that. So one of the things that Michael talked about was bringing his own unique perspective to a group of already really talented people, right? Having that initial thought of how do I fit in? How do I not compromise who I am, what my values are, and be able to provide something that's meaningful to um, a table full of experts, right? And so in real estate, when we think about top producers and maybe we're new and we're looking around at these people that um, have been around for a long time and are achieving success at a high level, how do we fit into that? How do we how do we become that without losing who we are and what's important to us? And I think that's, those are very important things to contemplate in life and in, and in business. I think you mentioned earlier something about how we don't recognize or take we sometimes take for granted even being able to breathe in the morning or waking up and being able to walk or have a car and things like that. Do you think that having that type of gratitude does really change your mindset? Yeah, I think it does because I think it provides a different level of analysis about what's important in our lives. I think it helps us, like I mentioned earlier, prioritize. You know, fear and anxiety are very useful. A top producer who worries about their pipeline drying up keeps their pipeline full because they're worried about what's going to happen if the escrows aren't closing and there's not money coming in, right? So you work diligently to make sure that that doesn't happen. At least you do the most that you can. So that fear of, call it failure, that fear of not hitting your goals uh, is a driver to do things daily that are going to help you accomplish your goals. So there's useful practicality of being having anxiety and being fearful. I think what Gratitude does is it serves as a really great counterbalance to some of those emotions that keep us, uh, you know, in, in the place of 
being down on ourselves, being stuck in the suck, as we talked about earlier, right? So gratitude, I think, gives that perspective that, you know what, there's, these are, look at all the things that are going really well. You know, maybe I didn't meet this goal. Maybe I didn't, this didn't come out the way that I was supposed to, but the journey and the process of going through that really is what I'm thankful for. And I'm a better person because of it. I'm a better professional because of it. And I have more knowledge now than I would have had I not made any movement going forward. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that experience. I'm grateful for the fact that I have the faculties and the abilities and the clients and the people around me that trust and support me. And you focus more on the good versus the the list of bad that's easier to come up with, I think. Yeah, that's great. To wrap up today's episode, what's one thing that you want to, I guess, say to a listener right now who's feeling as though they don't know how to harness their gratitude or gratefulness or how to even know where to find it? I think understanding what being grateful is, is the first step. I think the second step, it's like a muscle you got to work out. You've got to work the gratitude muscle out. You've got to put into, you know, into place practical ways to experience what being grateful looks like for you. And I think that that's a journey. That's something that you get to explore on your own. You get to contemplate being grateful. You get to contemplate what the things are in your life that you're grateful for. And the more you do that, you know, as that pathway starts to become more dominant in your mind that maybe eventually will start to gravitate towards the good versus the fear, the anxiety, and the bad. 